hookah lounge. Watch. Stop for a second. Uh, uh, loops, huh? Yeah. That's the, that's what that part does. Yeah. It's sick. That's a, that's so sick. Come on, dude. <laughs> wow.
just have my hand on my face and I'm just like, geez, just ripping it. Ooh. But I got it, trust me, I got it with the audio. I got a really good clip on this too on the sound. Sick, dude. This is so dope. So that basically, you record whatever loop you want and, yeah. and save it on that and that will just keep playing it and then yeah. you can play whatever else you want. Yeah, right on top. That. Yeah. No shout out you can play two guitars yeah. at the same yeah. time. It's basically shout, what shout it is. Evan. Evan shout, out, shout out to Evan. Shout out to you, sir. <laughs> That's so lit. So that dun, 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 just is playing over and over, and then he just can play whatever over yeah. the top of it. this you know on your alone time or like you know you're going in before the lord on your alone time you know that's going to show up there you know and that's where like the fruit of it all shows out there and it's like that's where the beauty of it comes from like okay like for me like who am i to like you know be this guitar guy or like you know right. this guy who plays on stage for you know fcc or wherever stage and platform i'm on but i think it's that yes that, that goes so far you know right and it's like, wow, it only, it started because someone else's passion that, you know, let me up. I was like, wow, right. I want that. How am I going to get that? Talk about that a little bit, how you yeah. saw that person's passion for the Lord while he, he was playing. So I was in a youth group and it was my first time ever going into a youth group. Yeah. And I just remember, like, I was so open. I just, I just barely got saved. I was on fire for the Lord, and I remember just walking in this youth store. We were late. Um, me and my friend, they picked me up. They swooped, they swooped me up, all of us. We rolled deep to this youth group, and he, they invited me. It was, like, my first time ever. And I just remember walking in and, like, being so open, so open-hearted, so open-minded yeah. to, like, you know, like, who this God is and, you know, what, what God has for me in my life. Because my heart was, like, hey, whatever, like, God has and, like, whatever... Know, whatever that looks like I want right. I just remember walking in those doors and just I was I was literally right when you walk through those doors you see a stage it's just a small room but it was dark it was really intimate and I just remember right from the get-go looking at the guitarists the electric guitarists specifically like the band wasn't good and you weren't playing guitar yet I was no so gotcha. so right when I walked in I, I just I just felt that, like, what we're realizing now was God's presence. Right. It was His presence in the, in the thick of it all. Yeah. Walking in that. Right. And what I was just realizing, like, how this guy was playing guitar, I was like, whoa, like, dude, like, whatever that guy has, I was like, yeah. I want that. Yeah, man. There's I want that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. there's something that I've, I've never seen before. I felt, and it was passion. It was worship, mm. and, you know, at its fullest. I was like, whoa. You know, that intimacy with God, and I was like, whoa, like, 
I didn't want the guitar. I wanted that passion, that right. hunger that that guy had for God. Right. That he had in that moment. And I was like, whoa. And so, right then and there, that's where I felt like God was really calling me to, to pick up a guitar, to pick up, you know, that instrument and like to use it. And from there, I was like, whoa, like, all right, God, you know, I'm not that good. Right. I have no knowledge of music at all, but I'm gonna do my best. And I felt like in this moment, like, you know, these moments I have alone, yeah. playing guitar, I was like, that's where he worked on me, not just on my craft, mm-hmm. but on you, on me. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds kind of like your, your fig tree, Yeah. Um, that that place that you go to yeah. to pray or to think about God or to dwell with him, yeah. to just be in that phase with him and allow him to be with you and work yeah. through whatever you're going through and you could be in that moment with your guitar and all the other stresses you have yeah. are completely gone. That's your victory. That's where you go to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When all things go break loose, I'm sure this is exactly where you go to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. No, yeah. Right, right. And that was my outlet to so many things, you know, because like, yeah, I, I smoked weed. Yeah, I did all those things. I drank, I... Um, I did all that, you know, really heavily, you know, and like sleeping around and all that, like to get real, like I yeah. was, I was in it, I was in it through it all. Yeah. And I really felt like God, like I need that substitute. I need that to replace that with those feelings. Cause I didn't want to go back. I knew I'd go right. back. Like mm-hmm. I'm just going to get stuck there. And right. I was, I was a place I didn't want to be at. Right. And I was like, okay, God, like I really want to move forward with my faith and like whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. And that really helped in those times. I say it wasn't easy, but it was. It was a tool. Did you? Because I'm kind of con- like I know a lot of people don't really come to their faith until they're at rock bottom. But I'm also convinced that you don't really need to get to that rock bottom mm-hmm. to be saved or to see an example of Jesus and somebody else yeah. to be able to make that choice. So did it, was it even that you had to go? Were you even at? You know what I'm saying? Rock bottom. Like I, I'm sure things were tough. I'm sure you were dealing with things, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, so that's what it took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it really took all that. Yeah, literally. Like, you know, my part of my testimony was that I was sharing earlier, guys. Um, I lost my best friend due to a drunk driving accident, mm-hmm. and that took a toll on me. I was in depression for I was depressed for like maybe two years or so, but I gave my God maybe a year in from that, mm-hmm. and. It was, be- and it was not because. I mean, yeah, it felt like I hit rock bottom. Yeah. yeah that's what it really felt like. Yeah. But it really, you know, it captivated me. Like realize what, what I was doing. Where I like literally. I'm, I'm gonna be real. Yeah. The the day I found out he passed away, I got a phone call from my one of my good friends, and I was even a girl right there, right then and there. That's why when I realized I was literally the, in the in the thick of it. Yeah. Of like, wow, like look at me right now I literally examined me and I saw it all right then and there where I was heading where I was doing and all of it and like if God had to do that to grab you know hold of my heart you know it was like I just think about like not because of my friend like I I truly honor his death and I truly you know know that my respect for him like you know for what what he has done and like where he was at you know as a friend for my life yeah and i want to take that to like you know full wholeheartedly like you know i'm not gonna take it in vain of course not no one is you know 
And that's where I felt like, you know, God really worked on me from then and there. It was that yes, I said in the beginning, like, okay, like, God, like, whatever that looks like, yeah, I'm going to start going there. Right. I'm going to start walking towards that way. I'm going to start walking towards that direction for for whatever I had to sacrifice. And that, that, that was the start of it all. Right. Was there anybody going with going with you through that or was yeah. it you um, it was crazy um, it was funny because my family I talked to my family about it they are all Jehovah Witnesses mm-hmm. I went to them because I knew I always had God in my life I yeah. always God was always there yeah. in my life um, and I beginning of it, like I, I look um, at a Jehovah Witness standpoint mm-hmm. and my my friend the one that passed away his family actually invited me to go to church with them. They had a Christian funeral, and after that, they everyone wanted to really start taking that that next step, to, you know, towards God. Right. And I was part of that journey with them. Wow. And and it was it was crazy because they started going to church, and I started going to church with them. It was, um, um, we were going to Cathedral Faith, mm-hmm. and went through. I, um, right when we started going, we went. I went to um, this eight step program. And we, I remember walking in. It was like ten of us. We were, we rolled deep to this, to this, um, to this class thingy. Yeah. And um, I just remember the first day going, and a lot of my friends I went with, um, we were close to. A lot of them said that wasn't that wasn't for them, but I knew for sure that was for me. Yeah. And yeah. I stuck stuck with it. Yeah. And from then and there, I was like, wow. But it really put me in a position where, like, and when I talk about it all the time, owning your faith. Yeah. You know, talking about, like, you know, you know, we want wanting to do something yourself, you know, taking it, because no one else is going to do it. Right. No one else is going to get to heaven, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's like, I think about, like, wow, like, it was one of those moments where, like, I had to really claim my faith. Yeah. And claim what I want to do and what I want to, what I believe in. Right. And so that's why, like, you know, I stuck with it. We're going to be talking about a, on an episode of called owning your not owning your faith uh, rep your set yeah rep your yeah. set it's pretty much that exact thing what you're talking about but something that kind of hit me while you were talking was um, it it's funny yeah. how God can use tragedies in such a such an amazing way how yeah. death can bring life yeah, exactly that yeah. Exact thing. yeah that's yeah. insane it's, it still amazes me it's like wow bravery yeah. that you you had to have to mm. face that moment um, even though you still walk through what you walk through of yeah. depression and being in that low valley of man yeah. it's my one of my favorites becoming one of my favorite verses yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death yeah. I will fear no evil for you are with me yeah he was with you through that whole walk yeah man that's awesome bro and through it all, like, God literally placed so many people in my life. My neighbor, that's why I think, I, I'm a firm believer. God literally put my neighbor for me as he mentored me. Um, in the beginning, like, he, um, he, um, I used to be, um, I used to roll with a lot of gangbangers or whatever. And I would, I would hang out with friends right by my place and, like, really, um, and really chop it up with them by my house and stuff. And my neighbor always tried to preach to us. And I wasn't having it, but my yeah, friends were. Right. My friends were getting saved while I was trying to like, I was about yeah. to punch this guy in the face, yeah. you know. Wow. Um, and I remember after getting saved, he um, 
you know, I, I, God really was working on my heart, working how I look, working how what I how I talked and everything. And then one, I think one day I was hanging out outside by myself, and really, you know, um, really thinking, um, and like you know, I remember he, him coming up to me like, "Hey man, like what's going on? You look different. Are you a skater now?" Trying to like you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, "No, bro, like I'm saved." Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and right then and there, he was doing laundry. He like dropped his basket and like came over yeah. and like, gave me the biggest hug. Yeah. And from there, like I believe God put him in my life to like really guide me and um, mentor me. Yeah. He was a a radical believer. He was one of those like he's not afraid of anything, no matter how it looks, how right. weird it looks. Yeah. But he was on fire for God, and that really set really paved the way, you know, in my walk in my faith. Right. To really go that direction, to like, to be yeah. passionate, yeah. and to live out my faith in that. And it was funny too. Me and him have the same birthday. Nice, nice. That's how you know it's real. That's how you know it's real. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to talk about how um, being on fire for God um, is. Uh, it's not necessary. I don't know if it's necessarily a season that you go through. Yeah. But it's. Um, it's something that if you're truly following God, it, it, it's going to happen at some point in your life. I remember growing up, always being in my faith, yeah. but never being on fire for God. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a point in your life where you'll go through something where God will become extremely real to you. Um, and I think that's that's where you discovered that was was your own fig tree like Rudy was talking about where your intimate time with God wasn't uh, a time where a lot of people read the Bible for information Uh a lot of people read the Bible for for wisdom and things like that but when you go to him not for um, information or you go to him not just because other people are doing it you go to him for a relationship that's when you become transformed it becomes uh, a that's true revelation you become a whole new person like you literally looked different to your neighbor he was like what in the world like i I can't tell you know you're wearing new clothes but there's something different about you you know um man that's so that's so good bro Mm -hmm. guitar experience to you know what I'm saying to, to being to, to being as close as you could be to that guy that you saw yeah um, that led you to him in the first place uh huh um yeah let's talk about your dreams man you, you talked about it to me a little bit before uh huh um about wanting to start a band and uh huh like my my dream and my goal I always want to be a part of a, a worship band and realizing over the years and years and stuff like like I'm, I'm gonna be real um, I want like my dream is to be part of a worship band and get paid and not that's not the heart behind it but get paid and live comfortably right. while right. just doing what I love right. while being you know in, in what I always wanted to do and that's like my, my whole dream and like you know to do that one day um, even if it's a church band 
a band that I'm, I get picked up on as a guitarist or so. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. Um, yeah. You know. But realizing over the years, something I've learned. Um, I know that's not something that you know. Yeah, those things you know, they can't come true. But I feel like what's more even better doing something. People that you love, people that you've known, people that you know that were there in the beginning. Um, I think one thing um, I mentioned to you guys, I used to go over um, a church um, before FCC. I was part of this church called Rice City Church. Um, and I was with these guys for about nine years. Wow. And I know for sure God's going to do something in them and with that church and with their music and with their what they're producing. Yeah. And it made me realize, like, you know, it's not about, you know, it's not about, you know, playing music. Yeah, it's, it's a good aspect of it all, but really doing something that you love with the people that you love, you know, more. Right. And that's something I would, you know, down the line, maybe in the next 10 years or so, if it's FCC, if it's, you know, people that I know that play instruments. Right. And, um, you know, starting from there, because I realized, you know, as as a team it, it unity is one of the biggest things and that's what's gonna that's what's gonna make really a band really a worship team i would say you know you know accomplish that to be honest right because and i didn't mean behind it the heart behind it all it's it is god it is it is him most of all you know pointing at him mm-hmm. like my goal is not to become famous but to make him famous right, right. yeah and I think that's like the ultimate goal of it all. Right. You know, doing what I love to do, doing what, you know, I felt like God really burned in me and placed inside me for a reason. Right. And then just waiting on Him, you know, and what that looks like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome, man. What would you say if, like, you know, if you were to pick, like, I don't know, one or two things, like, you feel like you're, you're kind of going to do this year, like, upcoming, like, short come, like, what do you feel like he's kind of calling you to do right now? Obviously, like, you kind of mentioned, like, obviously he calls you back to FCC. Yeah. Foremost, um, the reason why I came back to FCC, FCC is... I felt like I was a place um, at my old church. It was good. Um, it was family to me. It really was. I loved that I was a part of something that what people I did I did love. Yeah. And but I really you know I examined me, my heart, and like you know the place where I was spiritually. I felt like I was stuck. To be honest, I felt like I was in a position where like I want to grow, yeah. but I can't. Right. Well, and I really and. I've been going to FCC on Tuesday nights, and every time I felt like, wow, like you know, not just what the the the, the messages Chase preaches, preaches, but the friends I have there yeah. that are pouring into my life. Right. And not, not I'm not saying that that's something that I didn't have at my old church. Right, right, right. But I felt that's something that was like really stirring in me while I was at FCC, even for a short time, even before. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was really like, in, you know, in, I felt like I was really needing me there to to be poured in and yeah. to pour to others what I've known because my old team like I love them to death and I'll still do anything for them I'll take a bullet for them right. and but I really felt like God was really calling me out mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't the hard, it wasn't the easiest thing mm-hmm. 
to do. It was really the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life, to yeah. be honest. Leaving a family. Yeah. To start a new family. Correct. And and in any when we talk about goals, I think one of the goals is to get to that place where I was with them, where where I was before my old team, connecting with them, loving you know doing life together. Yeah. And not necessarily you know trying to sound the best and be the best band right. in the Bay Area. Correct. But as a family, as a team, like I really want to grow with them. I really want to. Know, do life with them because I felt like it's really crucial, you yeah. know, as a team, you know, starting some doing ministry together right. um, because I feel like that's key. I what I experienced with um, different bands and different groups um, is that there was no unity, there was there was just instruments playing on a team, but yeah, worship God. I'm not saying God didn't move, He did, mm-hmm. and, and and but I feel like most of all, when I look at Bethel, when I look at Elevation, when I look at bands like that I feel like how they got there and yeah. is that unity yeah yep. being one one accord because I feel like that's what we're called to um worship music when I, when I think about worship music I think about worship me, the music itself is just a tool yeah. but that worship is that response yeah you know how, how we're gonna use that in those, in, in those settings and I feel like when, when I think about worship like I just don't think about music I think about I think about the whole, the whole aspect of like, what does worship look like? That looks like surrendering. That looks like, that looks like giving it all. That looks like being a better follower than a leader. Right. You know, and I feel like a lot of people get that, mis- you know, they misjudge that concept of like, you know, a worship leader. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a worship leader too, but it's just it's gonna look a little different. You know, because I have a guitar, and I feel like um, because I have the guitar, like my heart is when I play this guitar is, you know, God let my words that I can't say for myself, let my guitar speak that. Yeah. Let let Sing that flow too. through. Yeah. Yeah. Let what I have, you know, impact that person out there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're much as a worshiper as my as I I, I am. You know. Yeah. And it's something that you know that God is really working on me and it's like you know I have to examine myself I'm not gonna take someone where I haven't been right you know and yeah, I, yeah. and in those moments I feel like where I'm, where I'm doing in, the, in that secret place that's where I'm gonna find those victories yeah that's where I'm gonna win those battles that's where I'm gonna overcome wow. and then how am I how am I for myself you know when I when I'm on that stage mm-hmm. uh, whatever platform it is like I felt like that's really, you know, because I'm a worship leader, right? you know, and, you know, that's why I worship, and I felt like we could only go so far, mm. you know? Yeah. You talked about letting your guitar speak the words that you're not speaking out there. Uh-huh. Can you uh, elaborate on something that we've talked about before, like in the car, um, mm-hmm. that what you think filling the space is um yeah yeah for me one thing that I'm really sensitive um when it comes to worship music when playing live is knowing those moments um it's something that it really that we're that's gonna take over time to learn it's, yeah. a, it's a craft it's it's something that you and God that you him you know 
have made and really crafted and, and I always go back to Secret Place like that alone time with him yeah. it's just knowing those moments because like uh, and I, I'll say it again like you're not gonna you're, you could only take someone as far as you know as you have you've been right. you know if, you, if you've been and like it's it's those moments and it's those times where I feel like you know sometimes we wouldn't know as a band where God's leading us mm-hmm. and sometimes I I would always I'll really like hey guys like let's let's try to capture those moments because we we have like for even for like I'll talk about like my life like I could I have it so structured and so planned but like what does my plan look like the plan that he has for, for right. us right yeah. I feel like you know when his worship team like you know we planned so much yeah. but what if God wants to do something different mm. you know and we you know it's those moments call that audible yeah yeah and it's those moments we really got to own it you know and it's it's those moments where people are going to be set free it's those moments where mm-hmm. you know you're going to find that freedom it's good and not that, I mean not that I say it again like work, music is just a tool it's that response that we have as you know as a whole as a collective right, right. and we're not going to know that in, um, unless we know each other unless we have that unity unless you know we you know, as a whole really press in and like know what God wants to do because it, it's so hard and like it's something that you know God has really continued working on me and my and like you know my life and that's something that I really want to press forward as other worship teams you know and moving forward you know as a band as a worship band because I feel like it's really crucial yeah. yeah pressing forward as a as a unity is um into what God has for you it has even been a struggle for us yeah. doing this podcast um because it's hard to find people to do life with um, in the direction that God is leading you. Uh-huh. Um, but when you do find those people, that's how you know it's a healthy relationship. Yeah. Um, because God has has put those people in your life for a reason. Um, so it's so powerful to me to watch you guys up there worship mm-hmm. and. Um, an underscore for Chase and um, lead the people five to six hundred young adults yeah. into a space where the Holy Spirit comes and literally just sits and dwells with us and, yeah. and moves in that place. Um, yeah, it's 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 inspiring yeah. and it's humbling all at the same time to 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 watch you do what you do. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's, yeah. And I feel like worship is so vital. Yes. Yeah. When I think about worship, I think about the time when Paul was, um, when he was locked up. And oh, wow. If you think about it, like, I was thinking about it today, like, Paul had no instruments around him. Yeah. <laughs> he had nothing. It was just him alone. Yeah. By himself, locked up. Yeah. Chained. You know, who knows how long. It might say, but I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but I just think about like you know it was it's that moment we have you know with God alo- that alone moment yeah. and and knowing that you know from that example what Paul was being like chains can break when he started worshiping boom the whole place you know crumbled yeah. before him yeah and I feel like even with that like it, what 
It could have been. An, I'm pretty sure it was an earthquake, and everything. His chains fell yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Gates flung open. Yeah. And but, what was crazy is he was safe. Yeah. He was safe. He wasn't harmed. Yeah. He, and that's where he found his freedom. That's where he found his victory. That's where, you know. That, that, that you know when Jesus said he sets you free he sets you free mm-hmm. and it's like whoa like and I always live for those I live for those moments so like you know like it is vital like you know to set that you know music um, I feel like the worship music it's it, it's it is beautiful to have it's, it is amazing that we have you know what we have you know today and it's so vital for those moments I feel like where we should start yeah where Paul was yeah. Ended music. Mm-hmm. Music is just that tool because, yeah. and I was thinking about like you know, worship is that response that we have. Yeah. You know that's why people are are struggling to raise their hands. That's why people mm-hmm. are you know it's hard for them to worship. Right. You know what does that relationship look like between them, them and God? And like wow. to be real. Mm-hmm. Wow. And yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's so far behind it all. No, I think about that too because I think about, you know, plenty of times that I've gone to church before and I can't even, I don't even remember times I've ever raised my hand or like, yeah. like you know what I'm saying, like really been in it, like yeah, yeah. vibing with it, you know. And um, Shay said one time, like, you know, uh, when you radically love God, He radically moves through you. Yeah. So. You know what you're talking about with the unity with the band and things the way that you guys love yeah. god allows you guys to set the vibe uh-huh. for that first like 150 to 200 people that are in it yeah and then that sets the vibe yeah. for that back 300 exactly. 400 500 yeah. and starts to pull one two a dozen 20 yeah. 30 you know what i'm saying more people yeah. in to where thing. we're literally seeing 20 salvations like every service yeah um and uh, you know, you guys will. You guys will. By the time this episode comes out, you'll already have heard Chase's episode, and he was honest with us. And he's like, "Look, like there was a point in time where I was preaching for growth, straight up. I was preaching for growth, not yeah. for conviction, yeah. not for any. I was preaching so that our church could grow, would get more salvation, so on and so forth. Yeah. And even though that's what the word says to do, that was something that he had to kind of check himself with. Yeah. And now that I could." The fact that he was able to talk about that means that he's no longer in that place, which means that when we're at church, when we're in worship, there's no um, selfish intent um, for trying to grow the church. So I know right now, all the worship we've been experiencing recently... At least for the la- since the last worship night and tonight, because yeah. those are the only two worship nights I've been a part of with SEC, mm-hmm. I can say I know that there's no selfish intent in it, and that it's literally just just yeah. coming. It's really just him. Yeah, um, that's, that's good. And it kind of makes me mad in the aspect that I want to have gospel music on my phone to be able to listen to, but nothing I hear compares and makes me feel the way that I feel when I'm in FCC worshiping so I'm like man like can't we just get recordings of like our band and throw it on (laughs) like yeah you know what I'm saying and just have it on but like I hate to use the word vibe but that's 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 what it is like Like, you guys really do set that vibe um Uh, and it's real and it's real um and that's why it's inevitable and that's why everybody that comes says I've never experienced anything like this you know what I'm saying everybody that comes that's exactly why yeah um I guess also 
when you're younger going to church and you see the worship band, they're all older, and now the worship band is the same age as the people that are worshiping yeah. in the in the altar. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. the altars and in the seats. Um, so it's it's uh, yeah, you guys are worship leaders, but just leaders in general. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And worship just happens to be that tool that you guys exactly. are really good yeah. at. That's um, good. So it's it's definitely awesome to be just a part of the experience and to feel it and to see it, um, and now being able to tie what's going on in the background of when Chris is playing. Now I can think about all this stuff that he's talking to me about, and that's going to move God even more the next time I hear you play on stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And when people hear this and then they see you on stage and be like, "Damn!" Like, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like, you do. That's and that's exactly why we're doing this because people uh-huh. need to hear it. Yeah. Um, so it's awesome. So yeah, that is awesome. Um, we appreciate you, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Like, yeah. If you want, I'm gonna go put a new set of coals on. If you want to just kind of vibe out a little bit. Um, yeah, right back. I'm down.
obviously, like we were just talking about, we all have our own strengths. Um, but also, when it comes to communicating with him, we yeah. all have our own fig tree stronghold. We all have our own methods, yeah. techniques, things like that. Um, you know, so like for me, um, it's prayer, right? Yeah. I'm much better. At, I, I'm good at writing too, but um, where I've seen him really move yeah. is in my prayer. So I guess what it leads me to is I wonder if you playing is a form of your prayer or of your communication. Like you said, even when you're playing on yeah. stage and you're telling, you're asking God, put the words in this sound and give it to him. Yeah. Do you do that when it comes to communicating with him? Do you just sit there and just play? And that's a, that's literally a form of communication with yeah. of him. Um, yeah. So that being said, then, when it came to letting go of things that you needed to let go of, uh, whether it be bad habits, mindsets, whatever, um, I don't need to talk about specifics, but whatever it is, you know, things that you needed to let go and habits that you needed to change, was this a substitute for yeah, that? It was. God really that. Was. Wow. Yeah. And so... Uh, I'm reading a book called uh, In a In a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day yeah, by Mark Batterson and uh, he was talking about how a if you say 100% of your learning you split it into two fifties and one of those fifties is learning and the other fifty is unlearning um, so what I'm seeing is yeah. while you're learning the guitar you're unlearning yeah. those old habits wow uh, <laughs> like in, yeah. in that in that same exact moment, literally in that same moment. Yeah, and you know what it was? I was trying to draw it out. I found true satisfaction mm. in where I was going towards. Mm. And like when I and if it, like I always talk about like you always find true satisfaction. I felt like really downplay that because like there is true satisfaction in God right mm -hmm. not a short term satisfaction yeah. yeah and like I could go, I could you know I could go back to what I used to do and mm -hmm. and still want more right mm -hmm. I feel like in the moments when I think about like you know times even worship when I'm not playing or when I even when I'm playing after I'm done like well like God like wow mm -hmm. look what you did right wow and I felt like he just doesn't, you know, pour a cup, but he overflows. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's like, whoa, like... It's more than just a buzz. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Wow. And, and it's funny because, like, when I, when I think about, like, when I do, like, you know, when I'm tempted, like, to go back and stuff like that, it's like, I'm just reminded. I'm reminded, like, whoa, like, what real satisfaction looks like. And, and back to those moments, moments I had with God alone, moments yeah. I had God when I, um, with God when I was like, you know, youth camp and stuff like that. I always think about those moments like, whoa, like, I'm reminded, like, look at what he did then. And he could do more. Mm -hmm. And he'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's something that, like, whoa, like, that's that. It's not, I wouldn't so want to say outlet, but it's, it's something that we know living for. Yeah. It's, it's, and then it amazes me because like that God is always there. He's available twenty four seven, no matter what it is or where you're at. Yeah. And I always think about going back. Like I'm not gonna wait 
for me to come on a Sunday morning or a Tuesday night mm-hmm. for that worship experience when when I could have it right here, right, right here and now, right now, yeah. And it's like, whoa, he, and he meets you. I walk towards him, he runs towards us. It's like, wow, what a loving God, and like, and we could talk about love, and it's like. Well, we could only scratch the surface. We could only talk so much. We could really barely grasp, well, you know, how much he loves us. Yeah. And I felt like because he loves us, he wants to give us more. He wants to, he wants the best for us. He wants for us to go forward, you know, in, in places where we're at, where, we, um, where we're at. And it's like, he loves us so much that he doesn't want us to be there anymore. Right. Yeah. He loves us so much. He wants to take us more, take us further, to take us even deeper. Jeez. And it's like, he would never want us to stay there. Right. Yeah. And I feel like that's the satisfaction that, like, I find, you know, when I play guitar. And it's like, wow, God, he has so much more to me. He has so much more for all of us. And it's like, mm-hmm. I do want to learn more guitar. I do want to, I, but more and more so, like, I do want to worship more. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I use my guitar as, a, as that tool. Yeah. You know, to, like, to get deeper. That's how I, you know, from, like, you know, that's why, like, sometimes I would make those faces on stage, like, whoa, like, not because it sounded good, but I felt like, wow, where did that come from? Right. You know? Right. Wow. And it's like, yeah, like, sometimes, you know, it can't be random, but it, it's something that, for sure, I always think about, like, why did I start playing guitar? Mm-hmm. Why did I, you know, pick up this thing? Yeah. Because I wanted to worship him. Right. And wholeheartedly, it's like, wow, God, like, look at this talent you gave me. Yeah. It's yours. This ain't mine. This ain't mine. This wasn't for me. It was for him. And when I think about that, it's like, wow, how amazing is that? Right. You know. And overall, like when I think about worship, it's like it's surrendering. It's loving him. It's going deeper. It's all those things, and it's like, wow, how amazing is that? You know. You said something. Um about how much God loves us and uh, and how deep it is and, yeah. and something that I'm f- extremely fascinated on uh-huh. um, something that helps me just re- really journal a lot that's that's my fig tree of of going to uh, a, a certain place and I can just sit there and literally vibe out in my writing of how I just talk to God literally about everything that's going on in my head and um something that Chase said something uh, I think it was in a, a sermon but he said the 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 depth of of God calls yeah. unto the depth of God like that's how deep he is and how vast his yeah his love is for us and it makes me picture the ocean of how yeah when you said surrendering I mean the ocean is so deep and so vast it you you can't help but surrender to it yeah if you're in the ocean there's nothing you can really do and to contemplate god's love is deeper than that is is something that we can't even fathom um we haven't even seen we technically haven't even measured the deepest part of the ocean yet we haven't at all i think it was absolutely crazy 17 percent I don't know how many, it was like a super low yeah. number that we know what we found you know oh in the ocean yeah I was like yeah it's crazy it's absolutely crazy uh, to think about and it's, it's what, what's even crazier is like 
His love goes deeper. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like, wow. Try to phantom that. It's like, wow. Yeah. It's like, dang. So it's, it's amazing. Magnifying his love for us just makes every fear, anxiety, anything that can be confronting you that you're afraid of just melt away. Exactly. <laughs> so amazing. Like, I, I think that's what worship really is. It, uh, yeah. Going into that, knowing that uh, you just love me so much, like, how can I not sing about you and exactly. praise you? Um, exactly. It's, it's amazing. When I, when I think about, you know, worship, too, it's like, I think about, like, you know, when it was the first time to worship, when it was Abraham that brought his son. He brought his son, and he knew what was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. But he knew God had something. Yeah. And we're talking about, like, one of the first acts of worship. It's like, and through it all, we might not know what it looks like. Yeah. But he loves us so much that the outcome of it might be ugly. It might not be. Mm-hmm. But it might hurt. It might not be. Think where we might even need to get to not yeah. as individuals as as Christians is would you still worship him if he told you that he didn't have something else exactly. would you still surrender and still give exactly. even if something else yeah. wasn't coming yeah. Um, yeah or you know what I'm saying take that element out of it yeah um, you know what I'm saying because if you're worshiping knowing that the victory is coming that's awesome yeah. Um, but would you be worshiping if the victory wasn't? Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's deep. We're talking about getting deeper. Yeah. We're talking about measure measurements that have not been quantified. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's good. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. That's good. And that's something we, we didn't talk about praising him. Like, if it's ugly, if it's hurt, if like knowing it in the bad or in the good, and I feel like that's really vital. Because yeah. in, in those moments, it's really, really tests you. Where well, your faith is really tested. Yeah. You know, and that's what I read that. I just read that literally like yesterday. Your faith is tested, you know, in those moments it comes down to it. And I was reading, I was like, wow. I remember those moments where like, I should have said that instead. I should have done that instead. Mm-hmm. But I was scared. I was mm-hmm. fearful. Yeah. I feel like fear really holds us back to yeah. like really what God really wants for us. And and that shouldn't be, you know, the case, you know. Yeah. When we and as I feel like it says fear not, you know, three hundred sixty five times in the Bible, that's like every day of the year. Right. And it's like he's trying to tell us something, you right. know? Yeah. Right. And that loses and we, we lose, you know, what he really, really, really has for us, what he wants for us, you know, and you know, what we, what's, you know, overall, you know, and it's, it's crazy, you know, I mean, that's not a topic, but it's, I feel like yeah. that's something that we really, praising him, praising him, no matter what the outcome is, no matter what, you know, we're going through in life, what, no matter, Especially yeah. when you don't feel like it. Exactly. And that's what I think about now is, you know, because yeah. I don't 
I don't really think that there's ever been a time where, at least at FCC, where I put my hand up and I wasn't feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I, I, I didn't put my hand up just because other people were putting their hand up or because people next to me were putting their hand yeah. up or so on and so forth. But I can only imagine, you know, if I was ever in that moment, I still need to put my hand up because yeah. maybe, obviously, God needs to work in me, but there's somebody probably five rows back or 10 rows back or, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe right behind me, um, that needs it. And just that hand going up and they're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I need to be, I need to be in that. Um, yeah. And it's so much more than meets the eye. Trey was talking about the, the behind the scene moments where Chase has talked about where he had to force himself to get into that mode. Um, so that we could all be in that mode. Um, that's it. But I'm just proud, man. I just see all these young people, and um, it's just crazy. Uh, yeah. Th- there's so many pieces of it, but you know, just us as you know, as millennials, and uh, we try something, you know, for a couple of months, and it's like, oh, that didn't work, so this isn't it. Um, but exactly and this is the first age of instant gratification but that's because we were raised in a world where we can get the things that we want way quicker than anybody else was ever able to get them yeah Uh, so when we don't get them it seems like something's wrong yeah Um, but the old process was nah you dig and dig and dig and dig until it works you walk around that seventh time until the wall falls right so you keep riding that (laughs) um and we can't do that and we keep giving up and giving up and you know it's no wonder no wonder the bay area is so undoctrined and no wonder why our age group has such a tough time with jesus is because he asks you to stick with him in the dirt and in the the sky so it's like the ultimate level of entrepreneurship you know what i'm saying like it's the ultimate level of uh trying to build your own business um because you got to go through it and you got to go through it and there's going to be good moments and there's going to be terrible moments. Um, but it comes down to your passion and your individual conviction. If you really want it, you're going to stick with it, whether it's good, whether it pays well, whether it's a comfortable lifestyle or not, if that's what you really, 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 really want. Um, and I know it's just tough for a lot of people to make that decision. Maybe it's not the cool thing right now. Maybe it's, hey, we're 24. So, you know, in a couple of years when the club isn't really our thing anymore, then maybe we can, you know what I'm saying, start making yeah. our way back to God because all our friends are going to have families and going to have careers and nobody's going to be going to the club anymore. So it's people making the decision because... Because what? Because your friends are no longer at the bar with you? Mm. Not because you want it for yourself? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, it makes me proud going to FCC and seeing all these people our age that are willing to do it. And even if they don't want to be there, they're there. Yeah. Um, and I can think of just people that just don't want to go. And I'm just like, man, like, you don't even know what you're missing out on. And there's been so many times on our COTM Instagram that I've wanted to yeah. record worship or record 200 people with their hand, like uh-huh. like last night, like there was a piece um, when we were doing the I'll See You Do It Again, yeah. and we were just, we were getting it, getting yeah. it bro. we were getting <laughs> yeah. it, and yeah. everybody was getting it, and I was like, bro, I need to, I want to record. 
it's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, it's not that I don't I want to keep it from the people that aren't there, but it's almost like you almost I almost feel like you don't even des- like right. oh, I don't want to yeah. say you don't deserve to be a part of this, but you don't like you should you can't taste this until you come. Exactly. It's gonna take you coming exactly. to see what you're missing out on, and then you're never gonna stop. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. Trevin posting that worship moment that made us come it was just yeah, him but, posting that there was just young people yeah. and we were just like oh like let's just let's just go yeah. um, see what it's about right and I, I want to post a lot of things about FCC especially when we're there um, but I, I I want people to come because they want to come not yeah. because they actually see what's going on there right. um, yeah so I don't know. It's kind of a fine line. Obviously, we're called to call everybody, yeah. um, regardless. But you know, it wasn't anybody that was like, "Hey, Rudy, like you really need to come," or like, "Hey, man, like I really like want you to come," or like anything like that. It was, it was, it was on your own. You know, yeah. what I'm saying you did it on your own. You made that call. You answered the call on yeah. your own. Nobody can answer that call for you. And we've all been pulled and we've all felt the pulls. Yeah. But some of us refuse to acknowledge that that pull is him. Yeah. And we just think That's it's right. coincidence or it's just a feeling or it's deja vu. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? And it's not. It's not. And um, knocking. what you were saying about, you know, you can only take place, people, places that you've been. You can only heal as deep as you've been wounded. Yeah. Um, and in the areas that you've been wounded. Yeah. Um, so you know you're able to help people with the things that you specifically have gone through yeah. and so many people are scared to be themselves and open up and be vulnerable so we don't yeah, even, yeah, we don't right actually there. know what they're yeah. going through right. so exactly. I can't say whether it's this or this or this but I know God is pulling them in that thing uh-huh. in that thing I know he is um, so even though we're called to fish and we're called to call um, we're doing it. You know, exactly. so we're doing yeah. it right now. Um, That's so good. Dang. Anyway, one thing that you're talking about is being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. That's so vital. Yeah. It's everything. It, it is. It really is. Um, when I think about vulnerability, it's like... That's one thing I always think taking consideration while I'm on stage. It's because... It's those times where guys can work on me mm-hmm. and that person out there. And that time where, like, hey, God, like, this is me. Like, and I, and I always think about, like, you know, because I'm a guitar, I am from a, you know, outside perspective, it's like, oh, you know, it, it, I am on a platform. Mm-hmm. But moreover, overall, I'm a worshiper. Mm-hmm. And worshiping is being vulnerable. Yep. And because those are the places where you find your healing. Those are the places where you are broken, yeah. where God wants to meet you in those places, mm-hmm. where God wants to touch you in that area, yeah. and that could look, that could be anywhere. That could, that could, that could, you know. I always say, like, like, okay, like, God, like, this is me right here. Like, if you have something for me, right then and there, like, right. I want it, right. And mm. you know, it's, it's, it's happened really, it really, it's, it's so good. It's not more me being a guitarist, but it's me being a worshiper because that really, you know, that's what life, that's where, that's where I'm going to find those freedoms. That's where those areas are going to be healed. That's where, you know, you know, God's 
really gonna work on me right. and that could that could help someone out there right you know too yep and it might be somebody that just happens to play guitar so they're just watching you because they play exactly <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. it's that yeah. you know it's my it's my fishing bait that I use mm-hmm. where you know it might you know attract that yeah you know for that one that one you know right being fisher of men it's like well like that guy this is my fishing bait there might be guitarists out there that might be like not saved at all but because like what I have mm-hmm. and because what God is doing to me he might be doing something to him as well right in that worship because I just took him to that place yeah and it's like wow yeah I know even from the perspective of like I love that he called you through a guitarist before you played guitar because he's so good at qualifying people that are not qualified exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> so good
gonna go out on a limb here. Just kind of feeling it. Um, I think there's somebody listening right now who needs to say the sinner's prayer. You've been so far away from God. And everything we're talking about sounds great, but you're not really sure if you can reach it or not. Let alone worship. Mm. Let alone worship. receive everything that we're talking about right now if you pray this simple prayer just say Jesus forgive me of my sins thank you for dying for my for my life come into my heart take over wash me clean this day forward renew my mind renew my soul and I will follow you for the rest of my days in Jesus name I pray that's it you are now a part of the kingdom Squad. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the heavens are roaring. You've officially oh. been jumped in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll never be the same.